Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Right then, one final Discord question. This one comes from Red Assassin. Red Assassin 210 nice uh, username there. Uh, when does Neil think Liverpool will have the whole sport and direct the saga done and dusted? And does he have any idea if York is actually seen favourably inside the club? Now there were some rumours around Julian Ward bopping around this week, and there was a bit. There was like Michael Edwards has now got this new consultancy firm yeah. on the go with Ian, Ian Graham. Graham doing the, obviously ex Liverpool. Great story. Well. Really good. Yeah, yeah. good scoopage by them. Um, yeah. Do you have any idea of where we're up to? Obviously, Schmack is still involved. He was on a short-term yeah. deal, but it wasn't. It wasn't like two weeks. He's still there for for a while yet. But do you know any update on any yeah. of that kind of stuff? Not really. No. I mean, it's, I, I think, I think they'll look back. I think obviously it's a really test them window. But I think Liverpool will look back on this window quite favourably. Yeah. Um, in terms of what got done, you know, not not everything was perfect, and there were some moments where it felt like it, you know the world was falling apart. But I think Liverpool look and say, you know. Considering everything, they got they got a decent job. You know, they kept hold of the all the players they wanted to keep hold of. They got good money for for a couple of players who wanted to leave, who were aging, and they've got in they've got in three good young players and, a, and an experienced sort of um, senior pro. I think they'll, they'll look look at it and say, you know what, not a bad window that. So I, I don't see why Schmadke would not be seen favourably. Uh, what the, what I spoke to people about him said you know he's very much a he's very much of the clock type in that he's you know he's straight to the point sort of real kind of guy you know no no nonsense no sort of management speak he's you know he's he's very informal if you like in the way that he, he deals with things and he's, he'd rather just have a conversation and not sort of oh, a process process sort of sit down and you know do this um, I think obviously they've set a high bar really in the past haven't they Liverpool with the way that they've dealt. And the the slickness of the operation, really, especially with Michael Edwards and subsequently with Julian. So, I think I, I don't see why there would be a sort of a huge rush to to get him out of there. It might be from his point of view. Maybe he thinks oh, that was a, <laughs> that was a, that was three months of my life that was pretty stressful. I could imagine he would at, at times with you know Caicedo and with Salah and some of the things Lavia. with the Henderson, Lavia, yeah, all those things um, that have been going on, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't really see why it would be such a negative sort of feeling on either side, really. And we'll we'll see. It's not. I mean, Jörg's said himself, hasn't he? It's not a three month contract. It's it was a sort of a contract with the idea that we'll review it in three months and have a have a look at it. Um, I'd be interested to see. I'd be interested to be a fly on the wall in that meeting because you know, Liverpool probably aren't too far away, are they? I know they've got some big decisions coming up with probably with Salah 
they've got Trent's contract and things like that but I don't think they're too far away from having a really good side and it's it's almost like well if they can have another window like that one maybe getting a centre back in maybe getting a right back in you could start to look at Liverpool and say that's a pretty good squad that they've, they've built isn't it and um, I wonder whether they might they might feel a carry on and, and do what they did in this window albeit by the seat of the pants at some times yeah, just very bad stuff Stop buying, buying all our players off, isn't it? Yeah. Let, us, let, us, let us box you all up. Yeah, let's, have, let's, have, let's have, have like till next summer at least. I, I do think, I don't know if you agree, like the, the Gravenberg one kind of tipped the scales a little bit. I think up to that point, everyone was a little bit like, oh, it's been all right. You know, McAllister's yeah, yeah, always yeah. like, good end though, don't really know. We probably want short. And then you get, get the Gravenberg one done. And now, what's interesting is if when they found out that that might be a thing, because they left it very late, obviously. And I wonder, was there a plan B if it wasn't Gravenberg? There's all those kind yeah, of things, yeah. I suppose. Looking back on it now, everyone's quite happy in, in general. Probably, I say, I think everyone wanted to defend them. I think everyone's that, one, probably probably one short, yeah, aren't yeah. But I think more, if it was if it hadn't been for the grabbing base deal, everyone would have been like, ah, that was that was the bare minimum, really. Yeah. And yeah. you wonder that even in I don't know how involved Schmadka was in that deal anyway. But it is it is one where it feels like it's tipped the balance towards a more positive mood set mood around it all. I guess. Yeah, and they've still got similar people in. You know, obviously Barry Hunter, for example, was heavily involved in in Gravenberg. Dad, didn't he, yeah, Dave Fallows. You know, who's still still there? They're heavily involved in in that, and there's still people in there who, who do a lot of that behind the scenes work. And it, you know, it was point made to me in the past. You know, under both Michael Edwards and Julian Ward, that they get the sort of the kudos for for all of the you know the signings. He said they're not always sort of the driving force behind it. They're the ones who maybe decide where to send people, or you know, right, okay, I'll go and make the pitch to Mike Gordon about whether we need this player or how much we can sort of afford to pay. But there's a lot of other people at the club who, you know, I mean, Ian Graham was another one, wasn't he, that that, that became a sort of a a known figure. But there are a lot of other people who are still in position at the club, scouting, recruitment, networking with agents and parents and all these other people who are still playing a similar part. It's not all on. Schmadke to get the deal done it's not all on Klopp to sort of convince the player it, the, the the work is done beyond beyond that um, but I think if you look at the deals that Liverpool have got done you know they got two players on, on release clauses I think we're, I think we can safely say they're good deals yeah. <laughs> you know, I think we're very happy so with, we're very happy with those two deals I, like I say I think Gravenberg at the price I think is a good signing I, I don't I don't see much Downside in, in the Gravenberg sign, and I think he's, I think he's at the very least going to retain his value or retain some sort of value. And at the at best, he could go on and become a really, really good player for Liverpool. Endo is a, a strange signing, but I quite like, I quite like Liverpool's sort of, what's the word, sort of, commitment to the. Not, almost not worrying about the PR of it you know it, it, it would be easy we see Manchester United do it quite a lot where it's almost like oh God, the, 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 we need to go make a big statement sign and sort of get people you know on board it's a very left field sign wasn't it you know whether whether the player turns out to be good enough or not but it shows a sort of a courage of conviction from Liverpool doesn't it that actually do you know what we think he's the best option out there for us and then we're going to go and do this with Gravenberg or whatever I, I quite admire that about it and it does suggest that there's still a degree of joined up thinking in Liverpool that they didn't just go oh god we've got 110 million on the Casado money just go and get bah, let's just throw it at this 28, 29 year old and, and sort of hope for the best it, it suggests there's still a, a degree of strategy about it or a degree of um, you know pragmatism at play 
and then obviously yeah, and then and then Gravenberg late in the window. I, th- I think the one the one black mark on it would be the, the defensive situation. I still think Liverpool left themselves yeah. in in a situation that, we're, that they're in now, aren't they? With with defensive injuries and suspensions, um, mm-hmm. but that sort of has always been their way a little bit, hasn't it? They've always edged towards the one too few as the one too many, haven't they? And, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. I, I hope it doesn't come and bite them as it has in the past with with other issues. But I think that's the only thing that you would look at this window and say, what were they do? What were they doing really there? I think they, they probably should have been bringing in a centre back and probably getting rid of one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Absolutely, yeah. We, we spoke about David Amanda earlier. It was a week ago now that uh, David Ornstein reported about Michael Edwards' return to football with the advisory firm Ludonautics, I think you pronounce it. That's Ian Graham's advisory service, they're called, work with football clubs to uh, you know help them out with their strategies, data, that kind of stuff. From a Liverpool point of view, this is the first really where people have left and they're going to help other clubs like straight away. Michael Edwards was on a bit of a leave break. Yeah. Ian Graham was setting this. Julian Ward is still out of football. Do you think there's any concern at all with Liverpool now that they lose the, the edge? The, not, not only losing the edge, but like just the the, the amount of knowledge about the, yeah. not, not just Liverpool, but the, the type of players they want and the who you can get and the contact. Now they they're actively going to be working for rivals because that hasn't been the case really. These guys yeah. have left, but they've been on the holidays, they've been on garden leave or whatever they've been doing. Now they're actively back in it and again potentially helping other football clubs, whether it's advisory or whatever. Yeah. There must be a little bit of concern around at the actually going ah, you know, it's almost like you know the, the guys who know your secrets are, are now working somewhere else. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, and like I said, the edge is the main thing. Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool, yeah. they've lost that. They, they, they have a little bit. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just thinking what what have Liverpool done that you just think nobody else could possibly have done? You know, in yeah. that time. I mean, they've done it smoothly and they've they've been able to react. And the knowledge of of, of agents and sit- contract situations with people like Diaz, but there's no secrets in football. Liverpool, there's nobody Liverpool have signed that we'd never ever heard of. Probably Endo is the one you know that that most people had gone who you know. 
and, and even he was well known in, in Germany and obviously you know he's a captain of Japan so it's not like not some unearthed kid yeah it's not so I don't think you, you need <laughs> to be saying that yeah Brighton, I think Brighton would be the, a good example wouldn't it? it's not like Liverpool have been doing what Brighton have been doing and picking up players from Venezuela and, and Ecuador and, and, yeah. and South America where you go oh god and the guy who's behind that has, has left they've lost accomplished executives and accomplished football people and and people who've had great success in there and that, that of course that that has an impact but there's no I think I think it's the transfer market's pretty standard across the board and you know how many times have we 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 seen people how many times we talking about managers or scouts or directors of football and every time they do an interview they'll say oh we could have had Erling Haaland when he was 14 or we could have had Luis Diaz, you know, when it, just just when he was sort of um, coming through his youth club in Colombia, you know, you, you, they all know about everything. They, they've got their their spies, they've got their their, their tentacles across the world, especially at the, at the Premier League level. So I don't think there's there's that element to it that Liverpool are going to suddenly not be able to find players, or or other clubs are going to find players that Liverpool were looking at. But yeah, I think the the bigger issue is probably just the I suppose the amount of I heard it described and it was described as please don't call it this but the fact that it was please don't call it this suggested there is an element of it the brain drain at, at Liverpool with, with, with players, uh, people sorry, leaving in key positions and people with huge experience not just of football and the transfer market but of Liverpool, what Liverpool are after and what Liverpool can do and the parameters but listen I think the idea that you know Manchester City would go to Michael Edwards and say right tell us what Liverpool are doing or tell us what Liverpool's model was. I don't think it'll be like that. They probably already know. Well, they probably they probably already know. Yeah, I mean, Liverpool Liverpool obviously took a few people from Manchester City back in the day, didn't they? And and used them to to build, you know, what they built. Yeah. Subsequently, I've just mentioned a few of them. Um, so I don't think it's it's going to be along that. But yeah, I think what it maybe hints at is just the the sort of the competitiveness around the transfer market that everyone's looking for the same thing, aren't they? They're all you know you're seeing it now, aren't you? You're seeing all of a sudden Chelsea are really going for the younger market aren't they they're not they're not doing the sort of um, the 28, 29 year old established pros I'm pretty sure United will keep going down that road and I don't I don't you know you can never be sure but I don't expect them to be sort of in that let's get a 30, 31 year old in for a couple of seasons and paying big money let's actually get in Erasmus Hoyland or people like that you're seeing that competitive element that we're, they're all trying to sort of get that edge earlier and earlier and earlier and, and, and do that and you know, I think Liverpool already knew that. To be perfectly honest, I think they've already seen it, haven't they? You've seen clubs like Newcastle emerge with with new money. You've seen Brighton, obviously, what they're doing. Uh, Tottenham seems to have done pretty well this this summer, don't they? In, in in you know their recruitments and selling a big player and then investing that money well. So I don't think it's sort of it doesn't need to be any more concerning than it already is for Liverpool to have someone like Michael Edwards there. And listen, if you if Liverpool are using them and tapping them in into it, then at least they probably know his information's good, isn't it? And his, his advice is good. Hey, everyone, hope you enjoyed that clip from Journal Insights. If you want to check out the whole show, we had injury updates on Darwin Nunes, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Ibu Kanate, a little bit of talk about Thiago on a possible transfer, a little bit about Andre as well. Check it all out over on redmenplus.com. Sign up from as little as £6.99 a month. You get that show and everything else we do each and every month. And yeah, if you sign up on a yearly deal, you'll even get yourself a bit of discount as well. Redmenplus.com. I'll see you over there. 